0: Little. Yeah, I've actually never played proper
1: Opera. It's actually a fun game. The first one is, ooh, what's what we what's he drinking today? I'm
2: cracking open a thing. We're officially starting this thing.
1: A thing, a thing. This, this thing. Oh, before I forget, we are mana drones. Yep. I am my atoms.
2: That's not bad. Baja Blur Burst Rise. Uh, I'm Josh. I'm Andrew, I'm drinking Baja Blast. <laughs> oh, you guys are Baja. This is Baja Blast. Only it's whatever. Oh, okay. I gotta try that then sometime. Messed up. Weird. How much they cost you? 2 hundred dollar fifty. That's not bad. No, two fifty. This yeah, was two fifty. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars. Yep, two fifty. Tree fifty. Tree fifty. I <laughs> thought it was G Fuel, and then I got to the <laughs> register, and I was like, "This is something called Rise." Oh, whatever. I'll buy it anyway. Yeah.
1: Well, I did buy the Battle Toads one, so when I get that, we'll try that out. Sounds
2: for good. Sure. Oh, the the G Fuel.
1: Yeah, I did pre-order it. I just stood there. I was like, "Man, dude, I got all this money still extra for my birthday. Screw it." So I did Amazon Prime thing. Still had some money left over from everything that I cashed in bottles change yada 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 from everyone giving me money for my birthday so I was like screw it I'm buying
0: this let's do it so let's start this episode with everybody's favorite subject drama drama
2: oh so we're not this isn't the re spoiler cast are we doing Uh, are we doing a regular episode or are we doing the spoiler cast
0: real quick I have to cover this. So did you guys hear about the band out of three voice actors? I, was,
2: I have a ton of news, and I was going to do that next week. Okay. I have a ton. I, mean, I, I broke everything down and have, like, all sorts of conspiracy theories and all sorts of stuff to talk about with that.
0: Yeah, okay. Long story short, I... I can, I've, Canceling Banita Three, I'm not buying it. You are gonna cancel I'm it. Not. Absolutely, I'm uh, buying. I'm not buying it. No. Okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm doing am.
2: the exact opposite. Yeah, I'm absolutely pissed at Platinum Games. They can fuck off. They're not getting my money. Uh, absolutely. I will explain my reasoning next week, but I am For, still buying as of it.
0: Right now, the pre-orders are
2: skyrocketing. They are. Right now.
0: I. I it, it's one of those problems that all publicity. All, no, publicity is all publicity is good publicity, yep. and the problem is that it's going to increase sales. But at the same time, yeah, I'm hoping that you know this is going to really hurt the reputation going forward. I do. Oh, think it will.
1: I honestly think it will It'll hurt both Both things On both sides In my opinion
0: Yes I I can't imagine It's gonna get much worse For voice actors right now The fact that she was offered Four thousand fucking dollars There's more to that story I don't want to go into it I yes, have a ton of
2: notes I'll, I, I will explain the heck Out of it next week yeah, it's oh, Next been time re- we do a podcast I have been doing an, it, I have been doing An in-depth research For five hours On this he situation i have not been able I eight, To sleep everyone. I've been awake since 11 Looking at every angle of this whole situation yeah. Conspiracy theories you'll, you'll see Next week we'll talk about it Because this is our, our, our Resident Evil podcast Yes this is our
1: RE8 spoiler cast My microphone
2: keeps the peaking D- It's the, pissing me off Oh <laughs> yeah I was gonna say Yeah you are rocking right now yeah. My microphone is peaking constantly I'm wearing headphones so I can actually hear my voice just completely going crazy yeah
0: Peaking. anyway
2: Peaking Michael du- Jackson Peeking duck there we go
0: <laughs>
2: peace was never an option no! And so for me, for this uh, episode, I'm not going to be super, super vocal because okay. I'm only I, Steam says I have seven and a half hours into this game. Okay, but now, right now, since since you
1: start playing it, what do you honestly think of it so far? That what you played, what are, are you liking? I mean, it I, are you I, digging
2: I, the, it? Yes the the no? voice acting, the characters, and the atmosphere is great. It's just I'm not very good at the puzzles. I understand that. So last night I literally went through. I was I went through the game uh, side by side with a YouTube guide mm-hmm. and was just following this guide to. Blast through the puzzles and then I'd figure out the boss fights on my own okay so like the last big boss fight that I did was I think the second is is—is it sister daughter
1: all the oh, the, oh, the daughter.
2: second the second daughter in that round room where she hides behind the bookcases and you have to hit the lever so that and it everything opens, freezes yeah it opens up yeah I, I just beat her okay so that is basically where I'm at all right I was bit I had been... I can't remember if that fight is before or after the piano section where you walk up to the piano and it does the little self-playing, so you get to move the notes.
1: I think it's before. I don't is remember it not? if it's. I don't I remember sort if that's of got before the or piano after. Sections
2: before, but I'm around that area. Okay. That's wow, Roughly, roughly like what four hours, maybe. Yeah, I don't remember everything. Like in terms of the puzzles and such, it's been. It's, it's been, been a while, while, but I mean, like. It's been a while. I think mean, I have. Two of the angel faces, the 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 statue, the angel statue faces. I think I have two
0: right now. You actually found something out interesting about that, by the way, because that takes mm-hmm. me back. Because I usually have a mask puzzle in Resident Evil games. Mm-hmm. So, did you ever play Resident Evil One, Moyer? Yes. So, did no. you get the point in like the graveyard where there's like you have to find the masks? Yes. I never. So, you know how those are called the dead masks? I don't remember they were called dead masks, but I know there was masks. they're called dead masks, right? And so, this is actually interesting in terms of, like, a little trivia. So, the reason why they're called that is because they're actually plastered onto people's faces after they die so they can make a likeness of the people.
1: Oh. Yeah, and and
0: believe it or not, if you're still alive, they call them live masks. So, yeah, a little bit of weird trivia there. So, if it's called a dead mask, you know the person was dead when they uh, actually made the cast for it. The more you know. Yeah, I thought that was it. I was like, huh. Interesting. That's, yeah. That's very interesting. <laughs> but
1: now, like, let's just get right from the get-go. Like, I think 8 is just more of a great horror film tribute of a Resident Evil game. 7 is, in my opinion, like, the first, like, six hours was generally good scares, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I, I think genuinely, like, 7 was more about, like, actually focusing on the horror aspects. Oh it was straight what straight up
1: wise. That that first like 4 hours alone was genuinely terrifying being chased by that man.
0: Yeah. The, yep. The father. I don't sure. I, th- I mean I thought it was kind of funny but you know.
2: Oh. Ethan Oh Ethan Come here boy. Yeah, come here boy. <laughs> you, you gotta you, you gotta acknowledge the fact that that atmosphere is still pretty creepy though. Oh it's creepy as part.
1: Oh no, I, I just I'm replaying I just Could hopped you on. you imagine s-
2: the smell of that house? Like that that is an old person smelling A house, house. Yeah. seven. Just imagine. Sure. I mean literally mold. Yeah, literally the mold. Literally moldy. <laughs> you walk in there, does grandma live here? Oh god, <laughs> I'm gonna throw some mothballs over here.
0: And we'll yeah, be fine. We'll, well, yeah, we'll are we'll spru- sprucing the place up. It'll be good. It'll be fine.
1: I'll put on these little things that you know are like, used for like the evaporate. You know, like so you don't get mold in your
0: walls. Don't worry, I'll spray it a little bit. Yeah, you know, know what I'm saying. Freeze. It'll be fine. It'll, it'll be, be you'll fine. be great. You're great. You'll be great.
1: Resale value. You'll hit your numbers. I promise you.
0: Yeah, as opposed to like eight is generally a lot more clean looking.
1: I think eight is very clean looking when you go from the point of view but like what the biggest thing that i do have a problem with eight is the story itself of the like like with there's certain things just could have been said and then all this like certain parts of the game would have just been
0: like oh yeah it's tropious fuck they, it they, really they are, is they are straight like going to the tropes here and i think that's the whole point of it like if you know Resident Evil Seven, you know was like, "Hey, Americans, we get it. We know what it's like to live in Louisiana. We get it." Yeah. The, Resident Evil Eight is literally the developers looking at everybody and being like, "Yeah, guys, we know it's stupid. Eastern Europe, yeah, yeah, you know, know what I'm talking. We we know old cheesy horror films. They don't use any logic. We get it. We're gonna do the same here. We know. Yeah. And then everybody's like, "Wait, are you? Are you? Is this supposed to be serious?" It's like, no. It's
1: not. <laughs> From the get-go, if no one has ever played this game, pretty much, again, this is a spoiler cast episode, just in case. Because I know the DLC is about to come out soon. Oh, that's
2: right. What do they call that? Uh, I don't remember what the name of it is. I
1: can't remember the name of it, but it's where, like, uh, the daughter is older, and now, uh, like, there's, there's shows are like, those weird little artifact things that you find when you fight the bosses. Like, she touches one and it starts glowing and stuff like that. So. Oh. Art- artifact things? Are you talking about the goats? Not the, the goat statues? Not the goat statues. There's just these weird little prism things when you beat a oh, boss. Oh, cri- those crystal shards. Yeah. yeah right, okay. Kind of like that, yeah. Right. But pretty much now, in the beginning, she tells a story which leads up to like every single one of the bosses that you will be fighting.
0: Yeah. The, the story at the very beginning is a direct reference to all the bosses and what's happening in the story. A
1: vampire, a fish monster, you know, like a lake monster. Um, the mechanical horse, you know, a creepy puppet and stuff like that, a marionette and stuff like that. It, it tells the story of like that. Yeah. The catch is, is do we want to get this right out of the
0: way of like who
1: you you think your wife is, but it's not your wife?
0: I. You see, that's kind of the problem. Is that like that is where like the whole story comes falls up. apart, in my opinion. I, I would I would say that yeah. Once you know what happens, it's like wait, this whole story could have just been avoided if they would have just said something at the very start of the game, but they didn't and didn't. Needless to say what happens is you're they're
1: talking, arguing and fighting with each other about what's going on and everything and then all of a sudden... Are you it, talking
2: about when they're all in that one room? Like, all the main baddies are in the no, room no, having no, that no, discussion? No, no, no. This no, no, is no, no. back in the house. This is oh. back in the house house. This okay. is
0: back with the house with, the, with you and Mia, and then Chris comes in and just shoots Mia in the head. Oh, like right, 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 right. Straight okay. like, the,
1: the entire room gets lit up like a Christmas tree. The yep. lights go out, and all of a sudden you see Chris, and Ethan's like, oh my god, Chris, what's going on? And right. he just
2: goes... That's not your wife anymore. Or that and, wasn't your wife anymore or and, something, and, right? If he would have said that...
0: Yeah. The whole game would have been like, oh, okay, we know what's going on. Ethan, you know, can actually decide if he wants to get involved or not. Yeah. No, for some fucking reason, Chris just is like, let's not tell him the truth. And that comes up in the game too. And, and it even comes up at the point where everybody's like, Chris, you should have just told him the truth. And it's like, yeah, yeah, you probably should have just told Ethan the truth from the very beginning. And yeah, yeah. And, and that kind of comes well, up because, as, like, they, I, they, at they, least they, they reference it. Yeah, have,
1: because he's been trained. He's yeah.
0: part of like, he's been trained. He's been trained, but I mean, I guess it's one of those things that it could be like maybe Chris is like, Well, I feel guilty because we have to get him involved again or some stupid shit. But it's just like, Just tell him the fucking truth. Yeah. Like, would they just not tell him the truth? Well, from yeah. The, very the daughter
1: gets taken. His yeah. little baby girl gets taken. He gets thrown in a V vi- armored vehicle. And then, almost as they're driving, everything goes to craps and just gets destroyed. Yeah. Where then he's looking for a trail and then he leads into like this creepy Eastern European village. Where again. Man, Ethan, your hands invest in metal gloves.
0: Yeah, right. Actually g- going back
1: armor gloves, I'm sorry, armor gloves. Th- this <laughs> is
0: funny because there is actually a point of referencing at the beginning of the game where Mia is cooking the stew and everything like that, right? And she's actually <laughs> cooking that soup and everything like that, and she's like, Yeah, it's an old it's an old uh it's an old local custom and stuff like that, right? Well <laughs> hilariously, uh Mother Miranda Uh, actually references that later when you go through the laboratory and stuff like that of why she knows where the soup is and why it's cooked and stuff like that so it's actually kind of funny that like it's foreshadowing before you know it's foreshadowing and it's like okay that's actually good writing because of the fact that it's like okay well some people might go well why does Mia know this or whatever like that's kind of weird you know like you might ask yourself that but then it's like it's referenced later of what you know that they, they, they they did connect point A to point B, so there yes. was, like, tells, but you won't know it going through the game the first time, and that's actually good writing, and I do have to give, like, tips to the writers, I, I have to give, you know, my hats off to the writers, because as stupid as the game is, like, what is there for what they want to make sense does make sense, and that's why I particularly love this game, because it... it, it it knows it's not serious. It knows it.
1: No, it knows it. when you play this game, you're straight off like I'm in a horror movie. Like, yeah. I am in the classic black and white right now. I'm running through an Eastern European and there's a creepy castle. That means there's there's going to be vampires.
0: There's going to be werewolves. And guess what? There were werewolves. Yeah. The weird thing about it, though, is that I still don't understand why Ethan himself as a character doesn't have a face. It, and, yes. And, and this is particularly funny because yeah, there's even in-game like models of Ethan, but he just doesn't have a head, like a face. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't understand how game companies still get this wrong, where. Ethan is his own character. Right. He Yes, and, and so they always might, like, they try to do things like this of like, oh, well, when you're playing as Ethan, you're Ethan. Right. It's symbolic. You're Ethan. And it's like, no, no Ethan no. is
2: his there, own there's, a dif- there's a direct character. There's a direct difference because, uh, like, last week I said I was playing Ghostbusters. In yeah. that game, your character has a face, but they just call you the rookie. Yeah. Yes. Just a generic, no-named character character, Master but Chief, Ethan's got his own personality. Yeah, he is, but is a character. Master Chief
1: doesn't have a face. You never, They never show his face because they want you as the gamer to portray yourself in that armor. But Master That's-
2: Chief Oh. doesn't i i don't know cuz i haven't played i haven't really paid attention in halo but does he really have much of a personality
0: no but he talks No that's he, the point but he does talk and he knows what's going on is the thing though Yes, Matt, but i he mean personality
2: wise though he's kind of flat and like just rah rah marines he's more or whatever man, he's, no he's a machine yeah oh he's... yeah but he's, he he acts that way so that it's like you could per- you, you can kind of pretend that you're him yeah. no exactly
0: right? and i do get that but it's funny <clears throat> because game companies always get this wrong because like even fallout 4 has this huge issue where they're like, okay, well, you get to make your own character, but by the way, your character is this hell-bent individual on in getting their child back from the institute, or, like, finding out where their kid is, and then saving and rescuing their son, right? Right. But it doesn't make sense because, oh, okay, your your character is now voiced in-game and has their interior motives and what they want to do, but then me as a character, I don't give a flying fuck about this kid. I'm just going to go off and do whatever the hell I want to, and just not give a shit about this kid. So it doesn't make sense to me why, like, even games like that, they want you to feel like you are your character. But every time your character opens their mouth, God damn it, where's my son? I want to know where my son is. And it's like, I don't give a fuck about the kid. This Jason. Yeah, this, Jason. Like, yeah, this character's <laughs> not like me at all. So it doesn't make sense where, like, with Ethan, they're like, well, we want you to be the face of Ethan. But it's like, he's his own character. Give him his own fucking face. Yeah. I, I don't understand, Lady
1: Dematress, If she saw me how pale I am, she would think I was like one of her like minions.
0: Yeah, I,
1: like I straight up, she'd just be like, "Who are you? I'm the new guy. I'm the new guy." Can I just say, you look extra stunning today, you madam. You look great straight. today. I mean, wow. You've been working out. <laughs> You've
0: been working out, <laughs> and, and she fucking throws a chair across the room. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go go now. I wanna go now. I'm I got. I got evil minion works up the, you have a good time
1: do you, a, do you want a drink 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 <laughs> <laughs> you want a drink <laughs> it would work At it would be only an obvious how pale I am I would
0: sh- she would straight up just she, like she would have been batting an eye she'd be like yep that's one of the other vampire c- minions heads, dude whatever sh- I don't shut up shit. don't touch my daughters <laughs> don't touch her daughters we've been over this <laughs> yeah. rule number one it's in the evil minion handbook uh, I lost mine tonight. union lunch on Tuesday, be there.
2: Okay. Ah oh, man. <laughs> did you when you went through and played this game, did you actually read the lore? Like in the text? Oh, and I stuff? was
1: looking at all the stuff and finding all the lore because I went through all the castle to look for everything because I was really fascinated because it Moraine um what was it Lady Dalma's tress. Like her daughters like uh, they're practically like blood like flies They're yeah. flies. she created them
2: yeah they're well, they're an experiment or whatever right yes yeah, yeah. Right. there
1: is an experiment again this virus is the fungus again remember that this mm. is the, the, mold. Fun- the mold yes which again she tried you know using they had three babies and the babies were like covered in flies and until the flies were just devoured everything and then just formed a like a body again, yep, right? Which is really cool. Hence, again, they can't go outside because the cold weather would kill all the bugs. Yep, and that's why they they struggle. It's they remind me almost like a moth slash fly put together kind of situation. You know, sure. And I thought that was kind of cool. You know, like they're almost like, like, a, mos- like a like a like a mosquito, but like m- multiple bugs put together to form sure. something. Or almost like locusts. Yeah. That's what I thought was really cool. When you run around, you find all these journals and all this stuff going on about, like, what's happening, you know, with everything. And it's, like, it's really cool, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, just, like, the the experiments. And I think, wasn't this, like, started back
2: in the 18th century? I don't remember the date. I know there there's those three uh, daughters aren't the only experiments. Some of them failed.
1: Oh, yeah. There was a lot that failed before them. Right. They were
2: the success.
1: Right. Now – Again, lady, seeing Lady Damatress like multiple times, it's like it's still like an I, 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 eye-catching moment kind of situation. Especially because you always realize that she's tall. But I remember that one part where you open that door and then she goes, "Oh, Ethan!" and then she has to duck. Yeah, yep, she has to yep. duck. Then she stands up. And then your you, your character straight up looks yeah. and like that's a nine foot tall woman. That is a nine. That is a lot of woman. That is a large woman. Uh, that's a lot of woman. Yeah. You know, like and I love how they did it because she's so tall, so she has to crouch. Yeah. And she does. They do such a great job with her hands grabbing the door, kind of sinister like, and then standing up. And yeah. Just, I just, I love that part. I, I just think they just did a, a great job of choosing the voice actress, too. Like, I think she did a fantastic
0: job. Yeah, most. That's one of the things about it is that, like, for some of the voice actors that are kind of like whatever, I think they did actually get some pretty good talent on this game. I really particularly enjoy Chris because he just has that voice that matches mm-hmm. the face. He's no Dur- longer Roy either. Yeah, Lady Dimitrescu is great. Uh Heisenberg I fucking love him.
1: I know yeah. Heisenberg is like is like genuinely like The Nicolas in- Cage. I love him.
0: He he pretty
1: much is Nicholas Cage. Wait, like, right when you said that I was like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, he actually is. Yeah, when
0: you when you actually listen to him and if you listen to him and like Nicolas Cage, it's like you guys are very similar in your delivery of lines, and I and I particularly love it. Uh I'm trying to think of the other characters in the game. I can't remember the Kappa's name. Oh,
1: there's that, that creepy marionette puppet. Yeah. There was also the sea mon- the lake monster.
0: Yeah, he's the one I call a kappa because he's a, he's a kappa demon. He
1: pretty much is almost like like, like a
0: kappa. But he, he's based off of
1: like, Oh, he is? Yeah, he's based off of Okay. I, I wanted to say he was, but I just didn't know for sure. Yeah, he's that's based of That's the one that's Japanese lore with the waters on their head, right? Yep. And if you get them out of the water and knock all their water to the head, they'll dry up, right? Something like that, I guess. Yeah.
2: But yeah, that's what he's based off of. Uh, huh, it's not like creature of the Black Lagoon or anything like that. No, that's
1: that's the, that's the, the thing with the lake. Oh. It's a lake monster. Yeah, it's a lake monster. Huh, weird. Yeah. yeah. They do such a great job. I mean, like, the boss fights in this game I thought were pretty interesting. Some were very simple,
0: you know, stuff like that. I've only fought two of the daughters so far. Okay. I think they're more visually stunning than anything else. They really yes. want these to be big, large, and just, stu- like, stunning in terms of
1: They the want that, like, the best way that my friend said I described it because she was watching me play and she loves, like, those classic horror movies. It was just that appeal when those movies first came out of just, like, boom, you know, monster kind of situation of, like... Like, and you're that one trope hero, kind of like that classic thing of like a vampire hunter, you know, like slaying werewolves
2: and everything. Like, I loved it. What do you think about Ethan's multiple arms? Have you switched weapons really quickly yet? Maybe I don't. I don't know. I've got a shot. I've got. I got a shotgun, a pistol. A, I had the option to pick up a sniper rifle, but I left it on the chair because I didn't have room for it because the inventory management. You need that sniper is, rifle for Lady down dress. Get that sniper rifle. I, see, I assumed I didn't use it on the birds, but I assumed that area where you find it on the rooftops, you're supposed to use a sniper rifle to kill the birds. But I just whipped out the shotgun and blasted those things.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's something that like I. I really wished like I. In my first playthrough, if I would have known, because I played this, I I replayed it again because I knew all the mistakes I made, and I was like, man, dude, I should just replay. Any animal that you kill in this game, you can take it to that merchant dude. Which, oh my goodness, man, dude, he needs a. What's that?
2: What's that dude's deal? That guy's huge. He's He's huge. Like, I is, like, is he a giant or something? Like, yeah. what what is his
0: deal? So, I don't know what his particular story is, but the interesting thing about him is that if anybody who's been paying attention to the Resident Evil lore, and if you listen to him and you would listen to him talk, he actually says a really funny line. A friend of mine told me to say, uh, "What it, are you buying?" Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "What do you buying?" He's like, ah, "An old friend used yeah. to say that," and yep. that's a direct reference to Resident yes. Evil Four. And the funny thing is, is that obviously in Resident Evil Four, the merchant in that game also kind of has like a really surreal aspect to him and how Uh, he kind of can just pop up from point A to point B and it's like how are you still alive and how are you here right how is he moving right and with the merchant in this game it's kind of one of those things that like Ethan asks him the same thing when he finds that merchant
2: in the castle he's like how why are you here what are you doing
0: yeah what are you doing here he kind of just like you know brushes off, and it's just like it's really funny because it's one of those moments of like but really, who is he? How is he here? Like, right. How is he doing this? Yeah, how would you fit through that door? Yeah, well, it's <laughs> also, Not just
1: that. He knew your name.
0: Yeah, he knows your name. And then it's also top of the fact, it's like, does just, just like, none of the sisters or anybody here know that you're here? Does anybody know you're here? Who are you? Sure. And mm-hmm. so it's one of those things that like, it, it's funny because there's enough attention being brought to it in this game, but I think that they might actually eventually answer these questions. But we'll have to see, because it's one of those things that like, you think you can play that off again as trophy, like i said it's one of those things that's like yeah whatever it's a video game merchant stop thinking about it stop asking questions but a lot of us as fans are like okay you can't have the same character twice it's not the same one-to-one character but like it's the same character in terms of like what the role is what they do how they're here but then also reference that he knows the merchant from four and then be like okay we want an explanation to this. Mm-hmm. Like, I it-
1: think we're going to get an explanation in the DLC because you actually see him in the castle and he's wearing a mask and he can control the the mold.
0: Yeah, but we'll we'll have to see. I don't know exactly where they're going at with these types of characters because, like, these merchant characters, I don't know if it's just one of those things of like, okay, they're just mm-hmm. here for the money or if there's something more to them mm-hmm. and i'm going to assume there's something more to them but we're gonna have to wait and see resident evil kind of in as this universe right now is like it's it's skating a thin line of trying to be like plausible like realism and just wacky out there like okay eventually we're gonna have to start referencing magic and shit in our universe and like we're, we're gonna get to that point like we have to wait and see what's gonna actually happen I don't know. That's why I like the mold situation
1: is what like the the fungus, the mold, however you want to talk about it, what it is and stuff like that. That's where like that's why Ethan's able to like, you know, like get his hand cut off, put it back on with that little green juice. Yeah. You know, and
0: he's a OK. Yeah. It's one of those still it's still one of those weird moments where like we were talking about Ethan being his own character, but he doesn't really voice his own opinion on anything. Like, I always found that strange about him because, you know, we would we as the cast are just like, okay, what the actual fuck? How did he actually put that back on himself? And it's funny because I don't know if Ethan is supposed to be in that same boat of like, how the hell did I just do that? Why can't I do that?
1: But he doesn't voice that. No, he never does. You
0: know? Yeah. And that's one of the things I kind of wish that like they were going to again, going back to Ethan being his own character, like if you want him to represent us. Why is he not asking some of these questions to himself that Mm -hmm. makes sense only for him to be asking himself? Because it wouldn't make sense for him to go up to Chris and be like, Chris, how can I, Chris, why can I do this? Why can, why, why can I do the thumb thing? Do the thumb thing. Yeah. Like, why can I do this? Like the magic trick. I got your nose. Oh my God. Chris,
1: how could I do this? I don't know. How do you have my nose? Yeah. It's kind of that situation kind of (laughs) where, but I mean, I think the only part where I was genuinely scared is the second boss fight. In the escape room. When I get to that little cottage, you know, that little nice little cottage room, and you go there, and then all of a sudden the lights go dark, and everything you own that you have the for baby. weapons is gone. The baby. And then you hear that gig. Oh, my God, yes, that baby sound is yeah. terrifying. It's
0: terrifying. It mm-hmm. is
1: terrifying. And you're in an escape room.
0: Yeah. It's I haven't now, gotten
1: there yet. Yeah, it's an escape room. So treat it like an escape room. There's, yeah, like, puzzles right. everywhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it, that's one. it's funny because, again, that's one of those funny moments where like, people are like, okay, Resident Evil is not taking itself seriously. It's not even trying to be horror. And then you get to that point and it's like, yeah, no, we could still scare the shit out of you. We want you to know this, but we're going to go back to what we want to be doing. But we did want to put this in here for the horror fans. And they're probably like, yeah, thank you. That was no.
1: I mean, I'm like, going to go change the pants first. Now. <laughs> like, I didn't really want to see that much. I knew that Lady trust was a thing for the game. And I was like, I don't want to spoil anything because I don't want the magic taken away. Because so, a lot of the magic got taken away from me at seven. that's that where I wasn't as scared, you know, like at certain parts. And I was like, OK, I got to like just go in blind. And that part where you get captured by um, Heisenberg. Yeah. And I'm just standing here. All I hear is that creepy, like, voice, and I'm like... I hear like brruh, brruh, kind of like voice I'm like okay I hear Lady Tress. I hear Heisenberg and then I'm like what the heck is this sound and also I see that creepy little puppet looking at me waving and I'm just like I didn't sign up for this shit I didn't sign up for that Fuck I did not sign up for that I will fight that, sea- that lake monster no problems I will f- I will conquer that vampire lady I will conquer that vampire lady I'm gonna climb that vampire lady I'm gonna climb those <laughs> mountains if you know what I mean I'm gonna <laughs> climb that mountain I'm gonna climb that mountain tame that mountain make love to that mountain <laughs> Anyone?
2: Don't you know what I'm talking about? You see that? I want to say William Shatner. It's William Shatner.
0: You see that that mountain? You can climb that mountain.
2: (laughs) That's right. You can (laughs) climb that mountain.
1: See that, guys? You can climb that thing. You can climb that mountain. Yeah. But no, I mean, that part was just like, generally like, oh, this is going to be uncomfortably awkward, scary for me, because I don't like that kind of crab. What, marionettes? Like, well, just the creepy puppet things, you know, like, Ch- Chucky as a child scared the shit out of me. As an adult, when you got older, when you're a teenager,
2: like, I can just step on the thing. So and you really hated that. Were you into Goosebumps as a kid? Oh, I love what, Goosebumps. That, that one with the dummy? Slappy the dummy? Oh, dude, that was actually one of my favorite ones reading. Oh, really? So, okay. I
1: read that just like, I was like, this is actually really good. Huh. It's a book. It's, like, it's creepy. Yeah. But no, like, I just stood there and they turned to find out it's actually a woman who can be invisible. And she's controlling the puppet. Oh. She's actually, a, you know, cl- cl- um, what is it? Camouflage. Kind of huh. like the Predator style. Sure. And then you stab. You think you're stabbing the
2: puppet. You're actually stabbing her. And then she had a grotesque face and everything like, down on her one side. So I have a question for where I'm at. Okay. Uh, since this is a spoiler cast, am I supposed to sell the blue eyeball? The red eyeball opens a door when I killed one of the bosses, one of those oh ladies you get a blue or like an azure eyeball I the are blue, you can i, I sell that the blue eyeball was for something cuz i haven't sold it yet but i have the option to sell it to that merchant
1: uh, shoot i don't remember for like
2: 2000 gold there or, or, or 2000 credits there are you, you there can are some, find
0: a ring to put it into if i remember correctly okay so keep it, it. yeah it, it doesn't i don't remember if it tells you when you can combine certain uh like treasures together but uh, you can combine treasures that, that, that again okay. that is
1: something that kind of like I wish I knew better. It's like when you kill all these animals and you get the meat, don't sell it. Keep it. Take it back to the, you know, the him, the merchant, and you can, and you can make food and get buffs. Like ah. stamina, all this other stuff like that. It's actually pretty impressive. Yeah. I killed all these animals and I start selling stuff. And my friend goes like, "You know, you can cook things." I'm like, wait, what did you just say? What no. nah.
0: did you just tell me?
2: The only animals I've killed is just a shit ton of those birds. Oh I mean, well,
0: yeah, keep them. I don't know. The the one thing I don't particularly like about this game, and this was an issue that I also had in Resident Evil like four as well. And this is really funny because it's even watching another streamer doing the same thing he's like, okay, guys, okay, there's a handgun here. This gun looks like ass. It has tape over the handle. Guys, do I upgrade to handgun A, or do I hold out to handgun B? And then somebody in chat's like, no, 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 hold out to handgun C. I'm telling you, handgun C, way fucking better than handgun A and B. And it's like, they were joking every single time. He's like, guys, I need to upgrade my shotgun and it's like, shotgun 1. And he's like, shotgun 2's right around the corner. You'll get shotgun 2, you'll love it way more than shotgun 1. And it's just like, I, I, I don't know. It's really funny to me that like these games keep having this like issue you where you can find different weapons.
1: Remember, is seven, that really a
0: thing? Because yeah, I, I put like 13,000 into that handgun. Oh, so, no, 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 no.
1: Here's the thing. Like, remember, seven gave you a choice between the pump shotgun or the double barrel shotgun. Remember that, too.
2: Yeah.
0: Ah. Well, the thing about seven is that like seven doesn't <laughs> nearly as punish you as much for like upgrading weapons. But the thing inside <gasps> no, of right. eight is that eight... I wouldn't say it punishes you for it. The thing is, is that generally all the weapons kind of have, like, one thing that it does better than the other ones. So, like, a good example is, like, back to Resident Evil 4, right? Resident Evil 4 has, like, five or I want to say it's five handguns that you can find throughout the game. Wow. Yeah, but the thing is, is that all of them have something that they do slightly different than one another. Ah. And then most people, once they find the Red 9, are like, This is the best fucking gun in the game. I love this thing. It looks awesome. I'm not using anything else. But the whole trade-off between the Red Nine is that it's one of the most powerful handguns in the game in terms of raw damage, but it has slower reload. It also has other like slower animations to it. It also don't forget, it's like, I think harder for ammo, is it not? Yeah. It's a, uh, no, it uh, it uses the same ammo as other handguns. There it's, was uh, there was
1: one gun I thought that was like that had rare ammo. The Magnum. Yeah, that's what it was. It was the yeah. Magnum. Okay, yeah, the, yeah, Magnum. the, Never the mind.
0: Magnums always have rare ammo in every Resident Evil. But the thing about like in this game in particular. Uh, with four is that you have different handguns But the thing is, is that if you upgrade some of the more beginner handguns Their reload speed is like like instant As opposed to the red nine where you have to be like Okay, we'll pick it out and then put it in there and then, yeah. That's something that I noticed With uh, Ethan's reload
2: animation As he kind of hits it And misses and then goes in Like he does it twice yeah. no, 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 no. It, I find but it kind of funny the way that it looks What he's
1: doing is he's better trained now So when you watch him reload oh, in yeah. seven He drops the mag if you watch him, he is doing the mag where he's emptying it, and then he's swapping it.
0: Oh, he's okay. He's doing it
1: like how you train to actually shoot a gun. Yeah, I see.
0: Yeah, so it, it's particu- It's funny because, like he says, that's it's a little... It's not you
1: doing that, missing the mag. It's him grabbing the mag and then putting it I, I the thought he was missing in. it
0: because
2: he had his fingers missing, so he was, no. like, fumbling no, with yeah, it a bit.
0: Like Adam says, what he's doing is he's taking out the old one and putting it in okay. the new Okay. So he's saving his old magazines, which is smart. And, and that's one of those moments, again, where, like, It's the attention to detail and stuff like that that I particularly... Because even got training. Yeah, because he got training and they specifically bring attention to that and they show you within, like, his reloading it's a moment of, like story through subtle like actual just like animations not even saying like explicitly Ethan's like gotta save the, these magazines like I, I particularly love it when storytelling doesn't bring your attention to that it's something you'll notice yourself <laughs> be like uh what was that what's that game Un- until
2: they're not until dawn horizon forbidden west mm-hmm. with uh, what's her face constantly talking yeah like during the gameplay just like constantly never shutting up
0: yeah it- it's like I- I'm trying to think it's like in the movie trailers where it's just like I'm trying to think of one, like, and uh, I'm trying to, uh, it's really hard to articulate this in a movie, like, a, a movie trailer where they're like, but this person's not happy with what's going on. And then, like, it shows the scene where the person's like, I'm not happy with what's going on. <laughs> that sounds like, like a, a, a mad TV skit. It, it's kind of like that, but if you actually watch movie trailers. That's it's just, funny. It, they will do that a lot, where, like, they're just, like, they have the announcer say something, and then the person immediately fucking says it in the movie skit. And it's just like, now. Nah. I hate it when games do that too, because it's like we we could have drawn that from our own conclusion. Thank you, game. Literally, I got it. I didn't need to be told it twice by both in game and by character. Right. Yeah. Right. Now and it cheapens it. Now, Resident
1: Evil Eight has a kind of like homage to Resident Evil Four because this entire area that you're located in in Resident Evil Eight is part of a cult. The main villain is Mother Miranda.
2: They worship her like she is a goddess. Is that why all those guys are like ro- the Just the regular baddies are all like robed and stuff. Are they? Are they like cultists? Is that what you're fighting? Just the the, the the like the super weak enemies that just like pop out of nowhere. You got to like shoot them four times well, some in the of head. Them
1: like, like if you remember that one old man when you first get into the village and the werewolves are
2: like flooding yep, everywhere. Yep. He gets bit and gets the dude turned. with what the heck did he have? A double barrel shotgun. double barrel shotgun. Yes. Right, and he gets pulled through the roof. Right. Yes like torn up through the ceiling yes yeah and what was that that's that's not that's different from the the guy that was hurt and his daughter right correct you you run into like that that couple and that couple but i it's think not it's a couple, like, like
1: you find a few people that are surviving in the village yeah. and stuff like yeah that, and they're all just like praising mother miranda was she wondering why she's doing this to them
2: yeah so i mean what does that say 40-41 minutes in yeah. uh, so super ultra spoiler something that I'm curious about because to be brutally honest I don't know if I'm ever going to actually finish this game especially going into next week Yeah, who is Mother Miranda and uh, yeah who who is Mother Miranda like who is she's she she's been disguised multiple times she is originally was
1: disguised as your wife in the beginning oh, part of the game, okay, she is also that like gypsy, that like that kind of like that witch old lady, like the like the Baba Yaga thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's also her too.
2: Really? Yes, yeah. it's her. Okay, so Demit. How do you, Demitresk? She's not like the the boss, boss, boss. No, she's just like a, a, a Mother frunky. Miranda
1: has like four people that are in charge of certain things that are like sectors of the area. Okay, again, uh, Mother Miranda is in charge of that castle and everything like that. That do that's her domain. Demitresk, yes, Demitresk. Yeah. yeah, yep. Then you have that lake monster. You're right. Who's control of this entire lake area that was once a city that got flooded and everything like that. And then you have Heis- you know, like the Heisenberg, pre- right? The creepy well, that's that. But the creepy puppet has her little area too. Mm. When you go, when you walk around, you see doll heads everywhere. Like when you walk to this on this rickety bridge, yeah. and then he has this entire
2: factory. When I mean a factory, I mean a factory. Well, I was just curious because early on in the game when you're climbing on the balcony and then you, like, spy on Demitrest through the window and she's on the phone with Mother Miranda and then she gets pissed off and chucks whatever piece of furniture that was and then storms out of the room. Yeah. I was like, who is Mother Miranda and why is this gigantic tall lady listening to her? Ma- mad and why so, is she taking orders? She's
1: the one who created all of
0: them.
2: Yeah.
0: So uh, she basically-
1: actually was a scientist.
0: Yeah, she's actually a scientist. And so that's one of the reasons why she wants... Rose is because I don't remember. if she's trying to actually bring back her own daughter? I think, I think it it's kind of like oh.
1: The thing is, is that, that uh, she lost her daughter to a sickness, and with this child, she believes that she can do something now finally with it because again, she was using that mold to try to you know, the beat you know the the beat death in a situation like that, and again both. Ethan and his wife are both unique people because they both were surrounded and got infected by the mold. Now, Ethan didn't get as bad as everyone else did because it was short term, but remember his girlfriend went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And tried to kill him. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah.
0: Yes. That was because of Avalon, though. That too, yes. Because Avalon was mind controlling them through the mold, basically. Yeah. Mm. Funny story about that. You'll learn about that later
2: if you play through the game. Yeah, it's installed. I might check it out. But again, we have... At the end, I'll talk about all the crap that's coming out. Uh, so that old lady's not Baba Yaga? Well,
1: she's a reference to Baba Yaga. She looks okay. just like... when you, If you get to the description of what Baba Yaga is, is a creepy witch. An old witch. That's what she looks like. She's like a gypsy witch. Yeah, that's what Baba Yaga is. Eastern European huh. and Russian. Huh. Baba Yaga were known to take children. That were hmm. bad,
2: huh? Yeah, kind of like
1: Krampus. Yeah, and then the, and the Bobby Iga actually wrote a house on it, like that had chicken legs, what? for real. Yes, chicken legs. the house would move and it had like legs of a chicken. That's messed up. Yeet, yeet, yeet. But you no, know, like I do love that the part with mother. They Ram- need to have that
2: house fight the train.
1: Yeah, there you go. Oh. <laughs> In that game, that, that creep. That's a creepy game. Was, yeah, I, I can't wait
0: to play that one. I'm trying to think of a horror game. I want to get this Halloween, but I just can't think of any one. So, game.
2: I mean, I don't want to end the discussion yet. I'm sure we have more to talk about. Maybe, I don't know. But um, I'm actually going to transition out of Resident Evil. I'm going to force myself to try and play some Dead Space because I want to know if getting the remake is worth my time.
1: Which, i that's actually not a bad
2: I've idea. Played, I have played less than an hour of the original Dead Space. I have it on Steam. Can't use the excuse who oh, I can't name because no mouse. It's on. It's on a mouse and keyboard. I want to play it to
1: see if I like it. Works too now too. I uh,
0: think you would probably particularly like Dead Space One. I, when it comes to you as like a player, I don't think you're more particularly creeped out by. Uh, I don't get scared. My problem with horror games is puzzles. So the thing about Dead Space that might get you is that it has a lot more frantic action inside of it. So that might get that's you cool. More as opposed to, I've
2: seen the Necromorph gameplay
0: yeah as opposed to I don't think you particularly care for more stories than that the horror is through the non- nuance of like writing and stuff like that so you might particularly like Dead Space because of the fact that it has a lot of horrific imagery and stuff like that inside of it in the action hmm. so you might particularly care for that more in terms of a horror game so you might you I mean I, if I remember right it's kind of set up like Bioshock where a lot of the stories
2: told through like audio journals
0: yeah right? most of it's told through audio journals a lot of it's told through uh, environmental details and huh. stuff like that so you might particularly like that a bit more um as opposed to a game like resident evil or like i was talking about last weekend with soma you might particularly like dead space more because it's more upfront with its story or not with its story but with its horror elements so you might particularly like that we'll see yeah like my my biggest problem
2: with resident evil isn't a fault of the game it's just me not liking puzzles it's like i get into a part it's like wait what do i do where do i go look at the map if it's red, that means there's something that you have to do in this room. Okay, what the hell do I gotta do?
0: It doesn't mean you have to do anything, it just means you have an item in there.
2: Well, that's what I mean, though. Like, if if, if the map portion is red, there's something that can be done, and then once it turns blue, it means the, the room's basically complete, and you can move on.
0: Yeah, like I said, it's just an item. If it's red, it's like, oh, did you forget handgun ammo here? Well, okay, there you go. Like, for
2: example, what's up with that weird-looking, like, how, uh, castle statue uh, model in the in the room next to the save room where the where the merchant is? There's that castle thingy? Oh. What is that?
0: So, uh, eventually you're going to find basically like a little ball and you can actually do this as a puzzle. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen those puzzles before where like there's like the little boxes. It's the mini have-
1: game where you have to kind of like, adjust, you know, like. Like, Tilt things to get the ball to roll around your area. Oh yeah,
0: I used to have one, one of yeah, those. Yeah, that's so what it is. Basically, one of those on oh. a much larger scale. So that's what the. That, There's a bunch of them all over the place. Yeah, so huh. eventually you'll find the little like toy like piece to, yeah. in order to play that. So that's all that is. You'll find oh. it eventually. Okay. So yeah, it's nothing in particular that you have to worry about right now. But it's mostly a way to make money. It's not a particular like you must do this for story reasons. It seems well, like I had a, a lot of money just breaking all the pots. Yeah, everywhere. but you're still going to need that money. Trust you'll, me.
1: You'll, you'll need the money. You trust me.
2: I mean, I'm I starting to burn through bullets quite a bit. Yeah, just because I'm I'm not very good with the knife. I'm I, I'm okay with the knife, but I'm I'm just better with the handgun. I upgraded the hell out of that handgun. I'm just blasting everything Wait. to pieces.
1: Now, the third boss, like, I do love the idea of, like, you're on a lake, and it does, like, the Jaws kind of trope thing, where, like, when you're running on the bridge, and then you see the shuffle of the water, and he will come out of nowhere and just start, like, trying to devour you and stuff like that. Yeah. I thought that was cool. And then you have to break the, the open the dam to release all the water. Yeah. And then you have to run around and fight him. I threw cons. I was using mines left and right. I don't know what you did, but I used mines yeah, constantly. That was particularly
0: weird. I couldn't tell what was like the most effective way of dealing damage to him. I just kind of shot at him, and it's like, okay, well his mouth is shotgun,
1: open. Shotgun, shotgun, mines. That's all I was using was shotguns and mines. Yeah,
0: and he just kind of seems to go down. It's not a lot of like great feedback on. He how would shoot. He would also like like like
1: squirt out acid out his back too, and everything. So you had to take cover and shade.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that fight's interesting. I, I liked that fight. I don't know how I particularly feel about that. Like, I think And then that, and like, again,
1: Chris is there on the docks talking to what's-his-face. Yeah. Um, Hulk? Hulk? No, Hunk. 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 Sorry, Hunk. Hunk Hill, people. Hunk Hill. Yeah, but like Hunk was there, and I'm just like, he's just like, I don't got time, Ethan. I'm like, dude, we're on a dock. Just tell me.
0: So, Chris, uh-huh. you know how you didn't tell Ethan earlier about anything that the fuck's going on? He's literally... Right here, there, there, he's there. He's there. The, what are you telling him? Like what, Ethan? Just leave? It's like okay, yeah, he's gonna fucking leave. Chris, just he's kind of he lost two fingers.
2: He's got, he's already in there. He's yeah, already, he's already in. in this. He's in it for a long the long. That's the other thing that I never understood. Is it because he never picked his fingers up that they didn't grow back? Yes. Okay.
0: Well, the wolf actually, I think, ate them. Yeah. It, the oh. ate them. If
1: I correct, if I'm correct, I don't remember seeing anything like
0: of his two digits flying away. It straight up yeah, looked they, like they got eaten. They got eaten. Yeah, he basically like got chewed off right here by that I hole. see so that's one of the reasons why like when you know, like later when we make the joke about like how his hand gets sliced off yep. and he puts it back on Yep. which by the way they did this twice they did this back in Resident Evil 7 and they've done it here yep. so that's canonically twice that Ethan has lost his hands which is funny as hell to me <laughs> So, and I love the fact that they kind of reference that a second time. Yes. For players to kind of go like, what the fuck? Yep. The thing is, though... Don't forget
1: Laydown Trust cuts his hand off, too, when he's trying to um, that's open the, the door. That's yeah. yeah.
0: So, eventually, like, again, it, it does get revealed later on what's actually going on within the story, in terms of, like, why Ethan can do this, and how he can do this, but, like... Technically, Ethan is not
2: really a lie per se. He died in the And, like, I just assumed, like, my theory as we were talking about this is maybe he's a mold creature?
0: More or less. So, I guess it's Adam kind of despoiled it, in Resident Evil 7... It's a spoiler cast. Yeah, it's true. So, in Resident (laughs) Evil 7, whenever, like, you're playing through the first house with Mia and, like, you're fighting her and then Jack is like, Welcome to the family, son, and, like, he punches you in your face, Mm. you die there. You're Ah. you're dead? At that point, you are dead. You died? Yeah, you're dead. So what happens is that effectively Evelyn, who is the mold creature in seven that you mm. see that little creepy girl sure she's the one who revives you and that's why you're alive again so that's does does chris know this chris knows this everybody ah. knows what's going on besides Except
2: for ethan.
1: ethan Ethan does not realize that he was dead yeah so well no his wife did though his wife i was did.
2: gonna say
0: did his wife know yes mia was well aware of what was yeah, going mia, on. W- yeah mia was so yeah mia huh. because mia also was working as a researcher back on the ship in resident evil seven so she knows what's going on she probably never told Ethan because,
1: yeah, I don't know. No, any time that he brought this up, they fought, remember? They yeah. said that in the beginning part of the game. We got I don't want to talk about this. This was in the past. I need this to stop. And then he's like, but there was so much that happened. I need answers. Well, again, the
0: thing and is, he is that you never got them. not actually Mia. No, exactly. I, you're right. That is but, true. But that's the thing, though, is that, like, before that, I don't know if that's something that's been going on, is that if they've actually had discussions of this in the past and Mia's always deflected it or whatever. So we never really got an answer to that. But yeah, Mia pretty much knows what's going on. Chris knows what the hell's going on. Everybody else knows what's going on besides Ethan himself. They kind of just leave Kong him. alone. Like he probably
1: in does too. I guarantee you he does. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so it's kind of one of those moments of like, yeah. And then effectively what ends up happening inside of A is that you basically die again at a certain point within the story. You get
1: your heart ripped up. Yeah. Jeez. M- Miranda, like, literally gets straight up pissed off at you. She
0: shows herself with her wings and then literally just rips out your heart. Yeah. Damn. And so it's one of those moments of, like, okay, how the hell is Ethan alive? And the thing is, is that when you wake up, you're in sort of a nightmare sequence, and Evelyn tells you basically everything that happened. Because Evelyn's still inside of you to mm-hmm. a degree. And so huh. she explains to Ethan why he can still live. And the thing is, is that when you come back alive again, it takes a lot out of you to do this. Right. Now, the interesting thing about this, though, and again, this goes back to the merchant, is that when you wake up again from this nightmare sequence, you're inside of the, like... The merchant's, like, horse and carriage or whatever you call it. And so it comes down to this idea of, like, okay, did the merchant help you in some way? Because that's something that's, again, hinted at, is that, like, Ethan didn't just come back alive after having his heart ripped out on his own accord. Mm -hmm. Did the merchant help you? And if that's the case, it now still comes down to the idea, again, of, like, what the hell is the story with the merchant? Yes. And, again, it's one of those interesting aspects that I really hope that eventually they do have, like... A neat way of explaining why the merchants are characters in the Resident Evil universe that kind of can do what they're doing and how they do it. But I don't know if they're, again, going to answer that. So They've got DLC? They have up. DLC, but like that's, you know, I, we're talking about a game back as old as Resident Evil 4. Sure. And they never explained that. Ever. Uh, no. they, they never explained it on a single damn time. Leon doesn't ask questions. Leon never asked the you know the merchant once like, I'm well, here for the president's daughter Yeah, he's like, I'm here for the president's daughter, I don't give a shit And even Ethan now goes, what the hell are you, basically, to the merchant And he's like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, can't tell you that And it's yeah. just like, fucker he, he is Newman from
2: Seinfeld yeah. yeah, didn't say the magic word Yeah, <laughs>
1: Eisenberg's like, area was really interesting in my opinion Yeah and, 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 and I, The part where he sees you and you were talking to him uh, Do you think that he purposely let you escape in the beginning part? Yeah. Absolutely. Because my one friend's like, I don't know if he did or not. And I don't think he realized. Like, like, no, I think
0: he did it on purpose. Yeah, Heisenberg does it on purpose because Heisenberg's also trying to scheme because he wants to take down Mother Miranda himself at the cost of using your daughter, which obviously Ethan doesn't want to happen. Exactly. But the thing is, is that effectively Heisenberg's idea is that he wants to take down Mother Miranda as well. And he wants to basically use Rose as leverage. Hmm. And Ethan, because, you know, why not? Like, I might as well get, you know, mileage out of this gas. The thing is, obviously, Ethan is opposed to his daughter being used as a tool for anything other than, you know, he wants his daughter to grow up to just be a normal girl, you know, just a normal person. So, yeah, I do think that Eisenberg, like, helps you out a bit more than you realize in the beginning Mm -hmm. and possibly other points during the story because he does try to actually, like tell Chris like hey or not Chris he does yeah, try he, to help can, Ethan he,
1: has a, like, he, call, he talks to you yeah
0: he talks to you unlike other villains in the series he actually talks to you and tries to strike deals with you and Ethan is basically fuck you yeah <laughs> like, is, like I'm saving my daughter yeah which is great I fucking love that about Ethan because like Ethan never once like takes the moment to like actually talk to the main villains and most of the villains seem like that they could probably be sat down to and talked to and reasoned with a little bit and Ethan's kind of like no fuck you could you. take Lady Dometrist
1: out to a nice dinner and I guarantee you she is a nice
0: lady yeah she's probably a very sweet woman but you know Ethan kind of is like I killed your daughters by the way lol la and yeah. then, you know, go to the cap, and Ethan's like, Wow, you're really fucking ugly. And it's like, Wow, Ethan, did you have to call the ugly guy ugly? He's now pissed at you. Yeah. And then he's like, Heisenberg's like, Hey, let's stop Mother Miranda. And Ethan's like, I don't need you. I, I have gone. Su- gun. I still
1: love the part where, like, he te- he, he lifts up that door. Shut up. Yeah. I swear to God. Kind of thing. like Shut it, the
0: hell up down there. I swear to God. Okay, it, it, it
1: reminds this. me of, like, Sounds of the Lamb. It puts the lotion in the basket, or it gets the hose again. Yeah,
0: I fucking love it. And he's
1: literally yelling. At it, yeah,
0: and he's I fucking, like, "I swear to God, I love Heisenberg so." And much.
1: That, uh, right when you like you sit, and I just did this, I was like, "I already know it's gonna happen if I sit in this chair." I already know. But... He kicks you down, and what was it? It's this humanoid thing with a gigantic like. How piston like, uh, engine a yeah. blades and it charges at you
0: yeah it's so video gamey it's so i love it but
1: i, I love that the, the chase part where he just comes at you with those blades and you're running around yeah then you fight all these weird frankenstein zombie villains where you have to shoot a specific spot on their in their body could be in the back could be in the front you know, with these gigantic robot arms and all this other creepy crap, it's like it's so good.
0: Yeah, visually it's stunning. I gotta give the art again. The art team to this game definitely needs a raise. Again, so do the voice actors as well. They did a really fantastic job on a on all. I don't know where they're going to go from here, though. The
1: actress, for her award at the Game Awards, her dress, she knew the assignment. That's
0: all I'm going to say. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, to me, it's interesting because we had Resident Evil 7, which is more of a love letter to the classic Resident Evil series. I mean, we're still never going to have a game like one ever again. And... I can't tell if that's particularly a good or a bad thing, because there's a lot of people who were a huge fan of Resident Evil 1. It's still a cult classic to this day. I always hear about Resident Evil 2 Remake. Did they do a 1 Remake? They, no. They, they've done a 1 well, Remaster well, kind of, yeah. Ah. So they had an HD Remaster on the GameCube, oh, okay. which is legendary amongst fans. It's considered one of the... Best remakes. See, I never played the remake. Huh. I've never played. It's one of the best remakes ever made of a video. That's game. the one in
1: the mansion, right? Cool. So, yes. right. Yes, yes, that is the first one. Okay. Yes. I just to so, check.
0: so if you ever actually look at like gameplay of Resident Evil One, and then you look at the one in the GameCube, you will absolutely see the love that that game got, and, huh. and I mean that like the actual upscale to that from PS One to GameCube was just way ahead of its time in terms of like its detail work. But then they actually remastered it again for PC audiences, and they upscaled it again, and it is just as stunning. It's really well done. Resident Evil 1 got a lot of love, but the problem is is that it's one of those things that, like, a lot of fans would love another shot at a game like that, Yeah, where it's more claustrophobic, it's less action-y, it's more horror element, it's more... I, I think trial and error is probably the best way to put it where you really don't know what you're going to face but that's kind of like being blindsided in the classic Resident Evil series is kind of like par for the course like you're not supposed to know exactly what you're up against and that's supposed to be that part is of- the greatest part of all like you're in this facilities where like people have just
1: pretty much said screw you know like nature I'm gonna make my own thing and play God yeah yeah and that's what I like about it, because you don't know what you're walking into. For God's sakes, so what? What's Resident Evil that has like the one with a gigantic eyeball on the shoulder?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing about Resident Evil One that makes it interesting with the arcade Mansion is that that's been there forever, and that mansion was that I think it was there to combat. Was it not Ebola? It was one of the other viruses. I thought it was Ebola. I don't think, I can't remember which virus it was, but basically it was, it's a very old mansion. And that's one of the reasons why it looks so good, even by today's standards. And like, it looks so well lived in because it was lived in and they made sure that they paid attention to every detail of that mansion for that in in terms of like its environment. But I really want people to like have that experience again without having to play Resident Evil 1 remastered, 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 so to speak, it would be really nice to see them actually take another shot at that style of game. Just imagine they fixed the tank controls and all that other well, they did. Budget. Like, for the third they remaster? Did? Yes, for the third remaster, you could turn all of that off. You can play with, like. Is this on f- the Xbox Series? I I know it's on Steam right now. You can play it on Steam. I don't know if it's on the Xbox Series, but yeah, you can play with full analog control and everything.
1: Right, I'm going to give this a checkout then. Okay. Yeah, no,
0: no, no, no. The, the third remaster is basically the definitive addition to playing Resident Evil 1. And I definitely think it's worth your time and picking up. So I want to see them do that again, though. I think Resident Evil 8 was great, but I do want to see them do another one style again.
1: But now again, again, Chris finally starts answering questions when you fight the final when you fight Eisenberg, and he actually gives you that cool mech thing with guns.
0: Yeah, again, Resident Evil 8 takes a really tropey approach towards the end of the game where Chris is like, "But, but Ethan, I built a tank. You get to use it. And it's like, okay, thanks, Chris. I'll you, use it. I'll use it. I think you are supposed to be the train officer operative here and do all this shit, but I guess Chris now is like, you know what, Ethan, fuck it. You're here. But you do get to play as
1: him. It goes full Call of Duty. Oh, it, yeah, it goes full Call of Duty. It goes full Call of Duty, yeah, with Josh. Chris, like, yeah. when you play the part, like, you're part of, like, the special troops, it's like, this reminds me of this place or whatever it was. What, I think Hunk says something to you. is like,
0: reminds me of when we were over here. Yeah. No, it goes full Call of Duty. I, I, I again, I love Chris. Chris is like a seven year old in an old grown man's body. Like, really is like, I, like the way he names his team members and stuff like that, and like how he names his team itself, it's just like, Chris, you're literally fucking eight. You're a seven year old. Yeah, you're literally a fucking seven year old. I love him. You I, made a four,
1: and this is like, and you're coming up with code names. Like, it's straight up that way.
0: Yeah, it really is. I don't know. Huh. It's, it's interesting because, like I said, I, I love a lot of the characters in the series, but I do want to see what they're going to go with it because, like I said, we're kind of getting to this area now with the story where it's getting more wacky, again, like I said, it's really skating that line of, like, supernatural and, like, grounded or trying to be grounded as much as it can be in the universe, as opposed to, like, Resident Evil 1, where, like I said, it's very played serious down to Earth, and I think it's, like, I would like to see it come down a bit more in terms of its, like, wackiness down to more serious tones to actually create those, like, really tense horror environments. Again, like I said, Seven did that really well at points, and some other points not so much, but I don't know, it's interesting to see where the series is going to go from here I'm really excited for Resident Evil 9 I just don't know exactly what they're going to do going mm-hmm. forward So They haven't even teased 9 at all No, like, I think not, not even like a title screen Oh,
1: the early 19th century, 1919 It was like when she was a European biologist, Miranda-wise Yeah So it was not the 18th late 18th century, it was the early 19th century Yeah, so,
0: yeah, Miranda's pretty old Spanish flu, that was the Spanish flu for that one Okay yeah, because like I said, I couldn't remember exactly what they used the ArcLade Mansion for, but I know it was used to fight an old virus. But yeah. they, the story to one is interesting. Like, there's a lot of actually interesting lore inside.
1: And Umbrella has had their hands and knew about this area, too.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yes. So, yeah. I mean, that's what I thought was cool. But now here's the kicker, though. When Miranda rips out your heart and you get back up, um, Mia is telling Chris, like, no, like, you don't understand about Ethan, yada, yada, yada. He, he, know, he was—he's not really alive.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, and then you come to find out that the fungus is keeping you alive.
0: Yeah. Even without your heart.
1: Exactly. Like I said, but I there is a sacrifice. After you do beat Mother Miranda.
0: Oh yeah, Ethan dies. Like, Ethan dies. He's yeah. like this time.
1: The, the part where he touches huh. his daughter and gets everything. He touches his daughter, his hands just start like drying up and breaking apart. Yeah. Oh. And he hands the child to Chris. And then he's like, I can't go. I gotta finish this. And then you guys get on the vehicle and fly away. And then a huge nuke gets dropped on it or something like that. If I remember. No, they
0: basically have a giant bomb down where the Megamycete is. And yeah. so basically Ethan stays behind with the detonator and sacrifices himself to blow up the Megamycete. Even though... Probably could have done that within the helicopter, I'm pretty certain. I don't know why he needed to walk back and do it, but, you know, fuck it. Ethan wanted to die at that point, I guess, or something. I don't know. Well, I think Ethan was dying no matter what. I think he was dying no matter what, but I was like, really? Did you just kind of have to blow yourself up? I, I don't know. I get it, but it's, like, weird. I don't know. But
1: now, here's the thing. Here's the kicker now. Like, again, their daughter is something special now because, again, both of them had the mold, you know, the fungus in them. Yeah. And that kid turned out like a normal human being so like what exactly kind of powers is she gonna have?
0: Yeah, now all eyes are basically on Rose at the end of the story and being like, okay, what's Rose gonna be used for? What's her power? What's she... What is gonna be her story? And I don't know. I'm kind of interested to see where they're gonna go with Rose, but I kind of wish they would just like leave that more or less alone again. I would like to see them go more back to Resident Evil 7 territory with, again, trying to ground it a bit more, because at this point it's getting a little, like, too supernatural, like Mo- Moving in the direction of four too much?
1: Uh, not really four. No. I heard that's
0: when
2: four went off the rails and just became too actiony and not really Resident Evil. No, Evil-like. no, no.
1: That's six. Six. I, I six was... was six was like my least favorite of all the Resident Evil series because like there's like parts of like do you remember Resident Evil four? Okay, it's gonna be like Resident Evil four. Do you like do you remember Resident Evil five? It's like that and now it's like there's like you want like an extreme call like you're like. Action pack game, I'm
0: like, not really, but I I got it. Okay, cool yeah, Heisenberg actually references Resident Evil 5, I love it. Yeah,
1: he d oh, oh, a punching freak <laughs> Oh that's right, yeah he yeah, did. He actually
0: calls out Chris, it's so fucking funny. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my god, everybody dies at that line when like he actually says that. I I love
1: that. I mean, but overall though, from my experience, like that game's like a solid eight out of ten. Which
0: one? Eight? eight. Yeah, I think eight's a solid eight. Maybe a little bit 8.5. I think it's really good. I think it definitely is worth playing and it's worth checking out for anybody. Who's like
1: If you out. haven't, it's October. Pick it up. I guarantee it's like dirt cheap now.
0: Yeah, it, it's definitely worth it. has got to be. I picked it up for 25 bucks last year. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely worth a playthrough. Seven's worth a playthrough. I don't know. I'm also interested in seeing what they're going to do with the Resident Evil 4 re- remaster. Because we know the... The, re- the merchant will not have that voice. Probably not. It's going to be
1: like more like, it, since they're in Spain, it will be like a Spanish person.
2: Uh,
0: so the thing is, is that we know that with the Resident Evil 4 Remaster, they are changing elements of the story. Yes. They have already explicitly stated this, and... That
1: one scientist, too, that you help, he doesn't just die. He's going to become a monster now, too, they said. Okay,
0: but here's the thing about Resident Evil 4 that is going to be interesting to me. So Resident Evil 4, even though a lot of people say that the game becomes too action I would definitely say that the game has become more action oriented, even since the second Resident Evil, where they give you enough ammo to actually shoot zombies and stuff like that. Again, Resident Evil one is very, hey, here's 12 gunshot. Here's 12 ammo shots. And you might be like, okay, well, 12 shots barely brings down a zombie. I need to run around this or I need to find ways to not fight the zombies or I need to be smart about what I'm doing. Resident Evil 2 going onward especially like Code Veronica they're basically like yeah here's a bunch of ammo go fucking nuts Resident Evil 4 is basically like yeah you're gonna be killing everything anyway there's not skipping any enemies
1: again like the first two hours of Resident Evil 4 was terrifying and then once you get through things and you see what the heck is really going on then it becomes like an action once you find that little I can't believe Napoleon knew of his statue that's where it's like... Uh,
0: yeah, and that's where the game kind of becomes even more fucking wacky. Yeah, And you find basically the Napoleon character and it's like, okay, any amount of seriousness I had towards this game now is just gone. Especially with him. But like that's like the thing is that like Resident Evil four is a another cult classic for a goddamn reason. It's probably one of the best video games of that era. It really did revolutionize a lot of gaming going forward. Oh,
1: the action the cutscenes where you have to have button presses, that was revolutionary. People
0: hated it. People I loved it. Hated it. I loved Everybody it. I loved it. That. Everybody fucking hates Quick Time Events. Get that shit out of here. I loved it. No,
1: fuck that. Nope. I terrible. liked it. I liked fucking it. Fucking terrible. I liked it. Stupid. MC Chris, remember? You ain't got time for that shit per se.
0: No, fuck <sighs> that shit. I want to watch a cutscene. I don't want to have to sit there with the buttons and the, oh, I missed that. Got to do the cutscene again and watch it now and then push the. Bu- Nobody fucking cares. It's stupid. Nobody fucking wants Quick Time Events. They're dumb. What I'm talking about is that like with. S-
2: stay away from God of War, then. <laughs> yeah, right. Ugh.
0: Well, the thing, like I said, a lot of games tried to copy Resident Evil Four for a reason. But again, Resident Evil Four is probably one of the more influential video games that we've ever had in terms sure. of, like, in terms of what it did for, like, the action shooter genre, and just in terms of what it did for video games as a whole. So, for them to change any aspect of Resident Evil Four in terms of its story, in terms of characters, I don't know how well that's going to go over. And that's what kind of has me a little, like, wary about it. It looks pretty. So here's the thing, right? There is actually another version of Resident Evil 4 being worked on that is a fan-fucking project. And the thing about this fan project is that it is basically the most HD scaling they could do on a video game. Like, imaginable. So, to give you an idea of how insane this project is, they have been going around and trying to find the original, like architecture, like, architecture that they would using in the game. Like, oh, this style of door. Let's go try to see if we can find this style of door in, you know, mm-hmm. online. And then actually one for one try to get that in the game. Right. And so, it got so insane that they actually found, like, a pair of, like, stone stairs that that was at a specific church and actually were able to find the exact stairs in real life that they used as a reference in the game to one-to-one and basically one-to-one that model of the stairs in-game in, like, super high-definition graphics. Jeez. Like, the actual fan remake of this game looks insane. And it's not being taken down by Capcom? No, by they, any No, they have not even touched this project. They're letting them go full steam ahead with this project, oh, okay. which a lot of fans are very happy with. The thing is, is that Capcom is going to make its own variation on the game, right? Yeah. And that's fine, but Capcom has already stated that they're going to be changing aspects of the game. And I don't know how well that's going to go over with fans. I definitely think that you can change aspects of 4, but people have to realize that okay, the game opens with you in the village, it opens with you going through a lot of these creepy areas, and then towards the end of the game, you're literally in a fucking military camp shooting guys in power armor and shit like that, and so it's just like, okay, where did we where yeah. did the transition really happen here to where i was in village to where i'm now in big giant castle to well where it happened I'm in, in it military. happened and
1: remember it happened in re5 we're going through the swamp areas with crocodiles then all of a sudden you're at this military f- outpost but, but, with but like f- these but five came after four just saying so, i know so i'm four say. came
0: first so i know what i'm saying is that okay four has have does have moments in it that are just kind of like what the f- fuck happened to the tone of this game, and it mm-hmm. just kind of goes way off the rails. But people still love that aspect of the game, but I'm wondering, it's like, okay, if you're gonna try to change a lot of these, like, characters, are you gonna try to change a lot of these zones as well? Because, like, I would actually like to see Resident Evil 4 kind of keep its tone from the first, like, sec, like, two-thirds of the game, and then maybe make the actual third part of the game, like, more grounded kind of like you tried to do with the first half of the game but like you kind of just like said ah fuck it military base let's let's go way out you know again in right field mm-hmm. and just just go nuts and so it's it's one of those things that I really do want to see what Capcom's plan for the 4 remaster is cuz it looks fucking phenomenal graphically wise but what all are they going to change like that's 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 my worry going forward so we'll see what they're going to do you No know, I agree so I mean,
2: that's all I really have for like RE eight. Now I, it's time for a Parasite Eve remake.
0: Oh God, I haven't th- heard Dino that Crisis. name. Di-
2: I'm thinking horror games.
1: There is no, no. There was actually talks about them redoing Dino Crisis. There ah. really was. Yeah, there
0: was actually talks that I know a lot of people
1: would be pretty excited. I mean, about. in my opinion, I love Dino Crisis. First playing originally back then, I think I still own my I copy. I think of I only Dino played that,
2: that. That was an arcade game originally, right? I think I played that in the arcade. Uh, I don't think so.
1: No. I had a PlayStation. Are you sure? Or am yeah. I
0: thinking Turok? I think you're thinking of Turok. Yeah. No.
1: no, I think the one that you're thinking about with the dinosaur one is the Jurassic Park games.
0: That could have been. Maybe, yeah, but no, I, yeah, I would like to see Dino Crisis have a remaster, but I don't know if it's like going to be as good as people remember it when they were kids. Nostalgia's one hell of a drug, kids. I could have really swore is. that
2: Dino Crisis was a light gun game on the, in the arcade.
0: Not, not, not before. I'm googling, it was made right, now. PS1. I'm googling no. right now. I'm googling right now. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what other horror games they could really remake or remaster at this point. Well, I mean, they're already doing Dead Space. Yeah, they're already doing Dead Space. I I don't know, man. I'm still like, to me, like one of the biggest problems of the gaming industry right now is that, okay, we know that Dead Space is one of those series that starts on a really good high. The Dead Space 2 was pretty good. And then Dead Space 3 from what I hear was just trash. And, right. And then it's like, man, if you guys are going to remaster these games, why not just like fix the fucking mistakes right. that you made the first time and actually like and I think that's probably what they might be trying to do with Resident Evil 4 is like they might be thinking to themselves okay we can see why people love this and we know why this game is a cult classic and we know why people love playing it but we are going to change some story. Well,
2: a So like uh, a big difference between I mean you saw the trailer uh, in the original podcast before a podcast messed up last week yeah. um, they specifically say What's the name of the, the ship? The Ishimara or something like that? I, I don't remember what the Dead Space ship is called, but they said in the original Dead Space there was cutscenes and there was like different loading areas, but in this remake they're keep they're getting the whole ship completely open with no cutscenes and you're able to explore everything however you want. Oh, damn. And in Dead Space the remake, there's something called an AI director who will, it's like a, a background program in the, um, in the programming, in the coding of the game that will make it so, like, if you have a dull moment and, like, everything's silent, it will intentionally do something to keep you tense.
0: I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how they handle that. So I'm that's...
2: curious to see how... But that's, like, one way that they're kind of completely remaking Dead Space to make it better than what the original was.
0: I don't know if that particularly makes it better or not, though. Like, Well, I mean theoretically theoretically yeah like i said it, and to, in terms of again like something being well curated and put there by a loving director in terms of like of a human being deciding what goes where again talking about like resident evil 1 it was really deliberate where they would put items sure. mansion and stuff like that and that's kind of like that was there for the players to find and it's like okay we we present you with this and the players are going to find it or react to it but when it comes down to an ai director it's like it kind of is going to be a shame because you're going to have one person in one part of the, like, ship that's going to experience something and another player isn't going to experience that at all. Right. And so it does make some water cooler discussion of, like, whoa, what's here and there? Like, what's changed a little bit? But at the same time, like, I'm wondering if that's going to make some people's experiences just, like, completely, like, just underwhelming as hell and other people's experiences just, like, like the Like,
2: the first comparison I can think of, I don't know if this is actually, like, accurate, but... Comparing it to something like Hades, where every run is different because the maps are randomly generated, so yeah. your experiences are totally different. Yeah, your experiences will be different. Yeah, so I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see like
0: what Dead Space does with that. I but
2: interested. but they but they were specifically saying in the um, developer interview for that uh, Dead Space remake, they're like in some sections of Dead Space, it was just kind of. I don't know if it was like they, they specifically use the term uh, boring or whatnot, but they said that they're trying to eliminate that. So you're always tense because uh, you don't know what the heck's going to happen because this A.I. director could just completely destroy you.
0: Right. But that's like the thing, though, is that that could just make it more frustrating. Again, the thing True. about horror and being tense and horror is that the fact that you're in an environment and you don't know what's going to happen is what makes you tense. Okay, but
2: so if, if you play the original Dead Space and you know exactly where each scripted event happens, does that eliminate the scariness the second or third time through? So... the, AI, the An AI director could change that.
0: The problem is, though, and it can change that, that's true, but the problem is, is that effectively when you beat a horror game the first time, genuinely the second time something's not going to scare you unless it's something that's different, which the AI director can deliver to you. Yeah. But it's kind of this idea of, like, why are you trying to add replayability to the game?
2: Possibly. Because I don't know. Because
0: if that's the case, then, like, I don't think you're gonna get replayability anyway unless, like, the AI director is just somehow that astoundingly good. Right. I think, honestly, most people are gonna play the game once, and it's a horror game, and they're gonna put it down because they know the story, they know what's happened, they know what's... I gonna... don't know.
2: I mean, talking to, uh, Joseph, he said he played it on, what, the hardest difficulty and beat that thing with the freaking yeah. plasma cutter? Yeah. Just yeah. to try there, to do it? There is a Dino Crisis arcade game. Yeah, that's what I thought.
0: Yeah. But I don't know if it came out before the... Console game is what it's
1: called. Gun Survivor 3 Dental Crisis. I think very much. It shows like
0: a PlayStation cover on it.
1: Mm. Interesting.
0: But yeah, I don't know. So it'll be interesting to see where they can go with that because, like, yeah, AI directors can be interesting because it changes things around, but it can also make things just either frustrating or just not as interesting. I I don't know. It's it's hard to explain, like I said. a monster is less scary the more times you see it. And so in this kind of context, it's like, okay, well, what's the AI director going to do here? Because that means that the AI director can make something less scary. Like, I don't know, Left 4 Dead has an AI director in it. Hmm. Like, both Left 4 Dead 1 and 2 has an AI director because sure. zombies change placement and everything like that. And the AI kind of just changes where everything goes. Yep. But that game feels very arcadey. Yep. And I don't know if, like, maybe Dead Space might, might now have that same arcade feel to it. Which yeah. Which you don't kind of want in a survival horror game. Exactly.
1: But, no, I mean, overall, though, is, like, is there anything else that, like, I'm going to be playing
2: Scorn? Ugh. No. <gasps> I I tried playing that game, I don't like it. It's too puzzle heavy. I I just Okay. it looks visually cool, but I, I, it's just way too puzzle heavy. I don't like okay. it. We have Ghostbusters? That I'm looking forward to that. I'm real and that's my
1: vacation, dude. I can't wait for that. I'll be on vacation when that game comes wait, out. Wait, you go on vacation next week? The
2: 23rd. Oh, it, Ghostbusters comes out next this Tuesday.
1: It's at the 26th.
2: I could have swore they said this Tuesday.
1: My release date for my game, I just checked, is twenty six.
2: Did you? Did you get the ultimate edition physical no. though? Because the ultimate edition releases later. Oh. Yeah, maybe. I could have. I could have swore they said the eighteenth for Ghostbusters. Maybe, maybe I'll get a surprise. I, um. Uh, yeah, so I'm get we got Ghostbusters for next week, and then the week after, I'm getting Gotham Knights and Bayonetta Three. And then that's it for this month. Yeah. Right?
1: We have a lot of drama to talk about next podcast. Yeah, for the next episode. A lot of drama. Definitely
2: some stuff going down. Yeah. Yes.
1: Twitch was insane. TwitchCon was insane.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Not just, yeah, not just drama. Drama all over the place. It's kind of nuts. But yeah, we wanted to, I'm looking at the timeline, trying to keep this thing short. What are we at, like an hour and 20 minutes? Yeah, we got to cut it off here. So we can actually cut that off here. Uh yeah but I mean that's that you got stuff coming out and there's there's games releasing this month next month there's two games that I'm getting personally in December I'm getting God a game in January getting games in February I want to do a
1: spoiler cast a before lot. we do God of War 2 Ragnarok I, we gotta make sure we uh, you pl- finish that. <sighs>
2: that that game's 30 hours good luck I know dude it's, it's gonna take a, me a it's while it's such a when great the
0: next God of War come out?
2: November no, no, like mid November November 9th I thought yeah Hmm. I have it pre-ordered. Me too. I'm just The reason I'm pre-ordering this crap is because everything keeps going up, and getting scalped. You know, and it's just like waiting for games.
1: Is it going to be
0: on Steam? Yes. There, uh, so then I might just get it on Steam.
1: I was going to say, like,
2: but I, I want a physical copy of that one.
0: I don't. I does. I don't give a shit about physical copies anymore.
2: I do. If it's on Steam, I don't mind getting a digital copy because Steam has fla- Valve has flat out said, if their servers shut down, which they won't, Steam's the biggest digital thing for PC gaming. Yeah. But if they do, they've already come out and said, we'll make sure you can get access to your games. Yeah, yeah, and so I trust the same on that, so... No,
1: yeah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, but, like, at the same time, like, when I'm at my friend's place, they're always like, hey, uh, man, I want to play this game. Like, like what's well, only on this, ac- my account. Right. So, you, you know, even if you wanted to. But now, if I have a physical copy, I can go to my friend's house and just put it into his console and play it yeah, there, too.
2: Yeah, I do like that. Don't get me wrong. I originally was going to get Gotham Knights through. The PS5 on Amazon, and I canceled my pre-order because that game is only going to run at 30 frames a second on the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. How the fuck? On a a next-gen console, a super-powerful console, 30 frames a second. Fuck that. But they said on the PC it's probably going to run at 60. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I got a GTX 3080... PC. Bye. I bought it for, with my credit from uh, uh, Green Man Gaming, I got that game for $30. Nice. Instead of, instead of 90 which is what I was going to spend on Amazon for the Ultimate Edition. That's sad. So yeah, uh, we got a bunch of stuff, but yeah, we'll get out of here. Uh, I'll try to fix the volume stuff. I think Andrew was a bit low. I'm watching the timeline, no. but I should be able to fix it. So yeah, we'll be back next week with a normal episode, and until then, I guess I'm Josh. Oh, I'm Adam.
1: Spooky! At him. Oh, spooky. spooky! Spooky Halloween! Buy your blueberry and you Count Chocula. Isn't there a Frankenberry? Yes. There's a Frankenberry. And Josh, and, you, can and, me, Josh and, you can be Frankenberry. Yummy Mummy. Josh, what do you want? Yummy Mommy, or do you want to be Frankenberry? Uh, if anyone's going to be Booberry, it's me. All I can think of that stupid skit when I make that voice. All I can think of is, like, I'm sorry. if I'm going to be a, a, I'm gonna be Booberry, guys. Sorry, I'm going to be Booberry. I'm pretty pale. I, I think you're Frankenberry. Yeah. Andrew, what do you think? You think he's a Frankenberry kind of guy? I don't know. <gasps> Andrew, you are supposed to help me with this
2: joke. Ooh, oh, spooky. Spooky, <laughs> yeah, blah, blah. I Spooky! I, I want to Halloween. drink on your fool! Like like G- <laughs> See the way that Andrew's got his microphone set up, if I talk like that, I'm gonna like completely spike everything. Holy crap. Oh, Look at the timeline on that thing! Look at how big those letters are! Holy crap! Oh,
0: spooky! Yeah. You
2: can blow the listener's eardrums. <laughs>
0: Hey, it's happy Halloween, you come to my castle, I'll suck your dick, I mean blood, I'll suck wow. your blood Bang your bang, <laughs> baby, drain me dry, I won't even try to run away cause I'm your Short man, tall woman, hot damn, gun
1: to gun, I can't stand, I'm so good Lord, I'm hooked because I'm a short man
0: Resident Evil Village song by JT Music. Tall Woman. Yep, even I would climb that lady.
1: Watch her hair blow back as the wind just billows. Wrapped in satin other massive pillows. No man in the village ain't heard of her.
2: If a look could kill, she's a murderer. Think I'm hiding, now I'm really lurking. are the vampire, but you got me thirsting. So
1: dick, let me be.
0: Come